Greetings and salutations, everybody. It's your girl, Jackie Ray, and... Your big homie, Timmy B. Welcome to another episode of Press Pass. This is our lull. Um, we're kind of in, yeah. the, in the in the twilight zone period. Right. where there's Mid-summer. Not, yeah, not a lot going Nothing on, really but that's going not on. entirely true. So once again, we're here bringing you your Press Pass. Um, yes. Make sure you follow us on all things social media. You can follow me on all things social media at J. Ray the Fanatic. You can follow Timmy B at... It's Timmy B, I-T-Z, Timmy B on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, and don't forget to hit that subscribe button and that notification bell so you are always notified every time we have a new video. And I just want to real quick... Um, address this age challenge um, because it oh, seems like man. everybody is doing it. So yeah, we doing are going to get in on the action as well. Okay. Timmy's face just looking. He just looking like okay. okay. So I just hey. want to be as long as I'm still sexy. When I don't have to be like you know I don't have to look the same as I look now. Okay. I don't want to look like no see, or nothing. Either. See, I think I think they're gonna give me like gray hairs, mm-hmm. like you know, like a long beard, or probably some grays on my in my eyebrows or something. Mm-hmm. Or you okay. know, they if if they please put some hair on me if you do. Or they, I mean, it, I'm gonna be old, so I might not still have no hair. I might have some gray, you know. I don't think I'll be able to see. I think I'm gonna be blind as bat, and so I'm probably <laughs> not gonna be coordinated. Yeah. Um, but make sure you follow us on all things social media and especially Instagram so you can see that picture. All and right. um, obviously a lot. You, you guys already know what I've been talking about all week. Of course, the LeBron James. I um, yes. a, AD did his official press conference um, welcoming, uh-huh. welcome, welcoming welcome. him to Los Angeles. Welcome to L.A., AD. Welcome to L.A. What would you think about his uh, interview? You know, I, I caught the uh, the tail end of that. Um, that interview, uh, it was it was good. I liked it. It was, um, you know... It was promising. I'll tell you that for for what AD did, you know, as far as um, waving the four million uh, wave kicker trade. I mean, the trade kicker. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, for them, for him to say that, you know, he's about uh, building the team up. And when they didn't go for Kawhi, you know, uh, they were immediately going on the phone, getting on the phone, talking to you know the players that they now have a full roster, um, and you know, they're they're uh, having high expectations for this year. Yeah, I I really enjoyed his interview. I thought that, you know, but again, it's Anthony Davis, for those of you who know him. He's he's kind of a straight shooter. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, one of the things I've always said, one of the reasons why I didn't want LeBron to come to L.A. is because L.A. is a dysfunctional organization. Timmy disagrees with that comment, but I don't know how because it's it's mad dysfunctional. I I don't see, well... The dysfunctional part, I think that plays into so much of the media. It's not dysfunctional. It's, it's not. It's not dysfunctional. It's, it's, it no, is. It's, 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 it's not. It's, no, it is. How, how dysfunctional it's, is Okay, it? so when you have the president of basketball operations who quits okay. and not even like tells, you know, Jeannie, who he says is like my sister, she's like family. He, he doesn't tell her. He bounces. He can't keep his mouth shut, so he's constantly getting you know, tampering stuff. The kids, we, you you announced publicly that you want to trade the whole squad for one dude, and now these kids don't want to play right. Lonzo Ball and his daddy drama, and it the, it's it's dysfunctional. It's in the past. It's over. Okay. It's over. They're gone. Well, now, that being said, I mean, they're not. Okay. I wouldn't say they're dysfunctional. But that was, but this that was, that was all going on. That, was that level of dysfunction was going on before LeBron got here, which is why I didn't want LeBron to come. That's true. That level of dysfunction it did was. not go away when LeBron arrived here. So I was also it very disappointed the in, in year that. year after he came. We we hope. We're, like I said, we in a lull right now. All right. But I will say this. I, I loved Anthony Davis's take on the whole situation. Um, he said, you know, he understands what kind of went on 
but he says he wasn't here then, so it doesn't matter to him, and he's happy to look forward right, to the future. Right. So I do, I do, I do appreciate and respect that. Um, obviously, the number situation, um, for those of you who do follow me on social media, I took umbrage uh-huh. with uh, LeBron <laughs> changing his 23. I, I don't like yeah. it. I don't like it at all. But lo and behold, or to no avail, I guess you would say, that's a LeBron, money move, though. That LeBron wasn't. LeBron James now has uh, stayed with twenty three. No longer because going back Nike to six. was like, bruh. Yeah, <laughs> it was we a made money too move. many. It you was... made. They made too many jerseys, and they sold a lot of jerseys. Right. For the, you know, not not even the like the the purple one, the yellow one, all the color jerseys mm-hmm. they sold to LeBron James. Shirts, you know, apparel, everything with twenty three on them. So I mean, it, Nike said, "Hold on, man, pump your brakes. You got too much dip on your chip." You're gonna have to wait till next season. So, but next yeah. season he is planning on changing his number. Does it's, that mean that, on, that yes. next season Anthony's gonna change his too? Um, that is to be determined because mm-hmm. Anthony Davis is going back to number three. He says back to his high school or junior high. I think that was like right into the bridge mm-hmm. of uh, high school, junior high, in the, uh, seventh grade. He's going back to number three. So, I think he's gonna stay with that. Mm. I think he'll I stay would. With that. It's a good look. Yeah, uh, yeah. So. But if if he's not going to hand 23 over to AD, what would be the point in changing your number next season? What would be the point of that? Well, I don't I don't know if you've seen the the numbers this year for the players, but 6 is still available. Nobody is taking the Well, yeah, cuz you can't take 6 cuz LeBron might want he's it. Gonna, right. So, so that's it's just, that, yeah, so So with that said, I'm just going to um I'm just going to say, you know, LeBron stick with 23, man, for this year. If yes. you, if you go back to 6, we already know what type of player you were when you were 6. Yeah. So we're just gonna leave it at that, right? In so uh, <laughs> again, we're gonna we're gonna be looking forward to a lot um, this season. Mm-hmm. Summer league is going on right now, so make yes. sure you check us out next week because yes. we're gonna t- um, tell you about some of these uh, summer league stars that are really starting to stand out right now. Mm-hmm. But we got you know we're just gonna cut to the chase right yeah. now because the main thing I really wanted to talk about tonight is Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. And James Harden, that trade, are once again. For those of you who are super young, you might not know this, but they are mm-hmm. once again reunited. Reunited, but it don't feel so good. <laughs> not that much. It does not feel so good. What did you <laughs> um, What did you think about this trade? Well, you know what? I I was really surprised by this trade because uh, Paul George, you know, of course, mm-hmm. jump ship, and he went to. Clippers with Kawhi. So great move, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I mean, Fantastic you know, genius move. move genius mm-hmm. move. Now, Westbrook felt some type of way and was like, okay, I cannot miss the playoffs. I got to right. go somewhere. I got to go somewhere. So they worked this trade out, and um, OKC has a lot of picks. If you've seen what they've given up mm-hmm. to go, you know, let these players go. So, um, you know, but with that trade, I think that trade, I think is, is of course, is a plus of, uh, upgrade from Chris Paul because that's. A walking triple double in in Westbrook, Bef- on paper. So mm-hmm. on paper, of course, it looks good. Now with Dan Tony's offense, who knows what type of offense or what type of uh, you know stats they're gonna get with that style of play? Because Westbrook has to figure out now, or he has to see now that he's not the star. He's gonna be a teammate mm-hmm. to this team on the Rockets. Hard every not. every once in a while, I say something that I really hope I'm wrong about. Every once in a while. Normally, hmm. I'm not wrong, though. But um, I really <sighs> hope I'm wrong about this. Fo- the following statement. This is the dumbest move I have seen in a long time. This will not work. <laughs> it is going to be a catastrophe of yeah. epic proportions. <laughs> so, hey. <laughs> it's going to be a giant that, game of keep away. That's what it's going to look like. 
It's gonna be like you got the ball. No, I want the ball. No, you got the ball. No, Did you I see that picture I posted on Instagram no. about them uh, about them fighting over the ball? No. You gotta look that up. Look, look that up on my page. That's the last one I posted about. Okay. Um, I, I did my I do my split screens. Oh, I did, okay. I did that one. Okay. Okay. That 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 you said. Now that you said that, it's it, it that might happen. Mm-hmm. Um, Westbrook, you know, wants the ball at all times. All times. Harden wants the ball at all times. Even when Chris Paul used, was there. And he's when used Chris to Paul play, was there, yeah. he doesn't care who, who who's next to him. He still wants the ball. Westbrook, same thing. He doesn't care who's next to him. He still wants the ball. And Westbrook has this problem that I don't understand. Like, Westbrook will take these three-point shots that he knows he can't make. He'll advise. And you're not. And the thing is, is I haven't seen evidence that you are using the offseason to get better at this three-point shot. Because you're terrible at it. And you still take the shot. And I, I don't even want to criticize you like that because you like my third favorite player in the league. But, but, but. Yeah. This is going to be bad. And I, and I think that, you know, um, James Harden, again, he's one of those love-hate players for me. He's not on my list of any type of favorites, though. But um, okay. he, he's a big baby. And I just don't know how this is going. He's used to playing iso ball. He's used to yeah. everything coming to him. Right. And and the weird thing about him is even though he's used to that type of play, he said something in the press conference when they lost and they asked him, you know, like, what do you have to do to get over this hump? And he mm. goes, I know what we have to do. And then the reporter was like, oh, okay, I mean, what is that? Right. Can you please <laughs> goes, tell us? <laughs> I know what that what I have to do. And the thing is, is like you can't that the, the style of play that he plays is not going to carry you through any type of playoffs. It's no. just not. No. It hasn't, and it, it hasn't. won't. Right. Same right. thing with Russ. This this hero ball, this this Speedy Gonzalez ball that he right. plays. It's great. Right. It's fun to watch. I love it. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna carry you through any type of playoffs. And it you, just won't. Right. Because you've seen it when they were in OKC. Durant, Harden, and Westbrook. They all had to play together, and it was hard for all of them to play because Westbrook wanted the ball at all times. Durant wanted it, and so forth and so forth. But now you come to a team where you're mat- you hopefully you're matured by now and now they're playing together and now they can you know i guess you can say come together talk about something and get this going because now they know now they should know why they're there I you know they're this- no, they're there for the championship they're there to get the title they're there to make the playoffs i mean this is just not just not no ordinary type of team anymore. I mean, not theoretically, either. it should be a union that does work because you guys do need to get over this hump together. Right. You know what I mean? Right. But I think that it all comes down to Dan Tony. I, I because that, you have to, true. you know, people get mad at like, oh, well, you know, James Harden's stat is all because he plays a lot of ISO ball. That has to fall on Dan Tony a little bit because it that does. is a coaching style more than it is, you know, a James Harden situation. And right. now you have two players which basically fall in the old dog category. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. it's hard to teach an old dog new tricks. Right. So how are right. you going to coach them out of that? Well, see, at, at this point, I don't think you can. You just have to gradually let, you know, let it take its course because at the end of the day, they're going to do what they're going to do off the uh, on the court. You know, see, because, I feel like if you Like you're it, saying, when their egos get into yeah. that, James Harden is going to find a way to take over the game and Westbrook is going to do the same thing. Now they got to find a way to take the game over together instead mm. of just doing that one-on-one thing because they know they're a threat. They're a threat to anybody on the court because they go to the basket at will. Mm-hmm. James Harden step back's crazy. 
Westbrook's first step is crazy. So they can get to the basket and they can score. They got to find out how to do that together. And if they don't, you're going to see that snowball effect and just, you know, get huge and huge and just roll back down, down that hill. Yeah, I think it's going to be terrible. Um, I, I do. It's one of those things, you know, for you guys who have followed the show for a while, you know, one of the things that I've always been somewhat disappointed about as far as LeBron is concerned is he's never, in my opinion, had that coach. He's never had a Phil Jackson. He's never had a Popovich. A sensei. Yes. Somebody who can yes. take his talent and make <laughs> right. them exponentially better. He's yeah. never had that coach. Yeah. He's had young and, coaches. Right. He's had coaches. That, I mean, and, and I get it. it. It's hard because LeBron James's basketball IQ is insane. So I get it. Yeah. However... I do wonder if if I would be thinking differently about this situation if we were going to have Russ and James on a team where, say, Phil Jackson was the coach. Ah. Or even maybe Steve Kerr was the coach. You know what I mean? Like. Because you, you got to give credit to him as well, because he nobody thought the Warriors situation was going to work until it worked. Right. You know, <laughs> so. and shout out to uh, Steve Kerr. But, you know, I'm still going to go back and say, you know, Mark Jackson played a huge role with that Warriors mm-hmm. team. You know, Steve Kerr got them, I guess, to uh, to trust in each other as far as the shot is involved. Mm-hmm. You know, Mark Jackson got them together, you know, as far as, you know, playing as a team, you know, and uh, and having everybody you know, um, go at their talents and do what they're supposed to do. Now, Steve Kerr, he just did it, went a whole different level with the team. Mm. So, you know, with that, you know, LeBron, I can see, you know, him learning from a Steve Kerr type of type of coach. Okay. Even, you know, e- even though it was, uh, I guess, Steve Kerr's, I guess, are up, up in the A's. Would, mm-hmm. you, would you call Steve Kerr? Nah, he wouldn't be a sensei at this point. Not now. Uh, no, not, no, no, not no, now. Um, not I now. think he, I think he probably yeah. could have been. Mm-hmm. I did see. Um, oh, I wish I could remember. Someone did an interview and they and they said they asked him who rolls the bl- best blunts in the NBA. And oh yeah, he said, uh, Swaggy P said yeah, that. Swaggy it was Steve P Kirk. said it was Steve. Oh Kirk. yeah, I can totally I that. see that though. Hey, shouts out to That's you, Steve. Kirk that is too. hilarious. Yeah. You, um, I guess you can't be a sensei. That's what I'm saying. You know, rolling a sensei. That is what <laughs> I am saying. But um, oh, yeah. Who do you let's just make mm-hmm. some okay, I do want to real quick wanna say one more thing. Um, Giannis, he made a statement that he said right now he is playing at sixty percent of his potential. So that means forty percent is left. If he gets Ooh. to a hundred percent of his potential, what does that look like? You're gonna see another side of the Greek freak we ain't never seen before. Like, like he's the- gonna be like at like super cyan, like you know, Dragon Ball Z type, like super Greek freak. Like mm-hmm. you'll see him at that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um I didn't even know that he said that. That's a yeah. that's 60%. actually that's actually a good confidence builder for himself. Mm-hmm. You know, because if he if he if he grades himself as a 60, which is an average, which is a C. Right. Now he has 40% left and like man, just imagine what well, he can I do. hope that 40% yeah. is shooting. No and shame. I think that's what's left. No that's, yeah, I think that, that would be all that's it. left. That would, would be, be his shot. And he debuted his new shoe, the Greek Freak. Yes. I mean, the Freak One. Yeah. And you know what? I have to say, for his first debut shoe, that's a nice shoe. I wanted shoe. it to be called Freakazoid. It's too much. The Freakazoid. No, they had a Freakazoid shoe, and it was, and it was, uh, I think it was a Randy Moss shoe. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Okay, Randy Moss had a, a Nike uh, or like like a Jumpman shoe or a Jordan oh, okay. shoe like that. It was called. Like, all right, so let's yeah. make some super early, super ridiculous, they mean nothing yeah, predictions. Who is going to win the East? Oh, that's a tough oh, one. Oh, that's a tough one because I couldn't Ooh, even come out with an answer. Um, one. You know what? 
I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it's the Bucks. I'm gonna say okay. it's the Bucks. Okay. This 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 year I'm gonna say it's the Bucks. Brooklyn has a chance. I'm going with Brooklyn. They have a chance. I'm going with Brooklyn. It depends on the health of Kyrie Irving. If right. he can stay healthy. Right. Now the same with uh I guess you can you can say the same with the Bucks. Mm-hmm. Giannis doesn't really, you know, he, get hurt too much, good, but his yeah. health is pretty good. But you know, they have their core back. Middleton right. is going to be back. Uh, not Gasol, but um, Brooke Lopez is yep. going to be back. Uh, you have uh, Brogdon. I think mm-hmm. they're going to mm-hmm. sign him back. So you know, I think they're going to be all right. I think they're going right. to be all right. So who wins the Wild Wild West? Laker show. Okay, are you Laker saying show. that just as a Laker fan, Laker or do show. you believe that? No, the Lake Show gonna win it. Mm. The Lake Show is gonna win it because I had a lot of questions to ask. You know, some a lot of people, and um, now barring no injuries, how are you gonna stop Anthony Davis and LeBron James on a fast break? Mm-hmm. How are you gonna stop Anthony Davis and LeBron James on a pick and roll? Because LeBron James is going to be playing point guard. Yeah, he is. So that's going to be difficult for some for some teams. And then you have you can run it with Javale McGee and LeBron. You can run it with Boogie and AD. You can run with mm-hmm. run it with LeBron and Boogie. You can run it with Rondo and Boogie. Rondo and AD. So you have all of these weapons that you can you know I guess poisons you can pick. AD can shoot the mid range, mm-hmm. and you also have. The shot from Danny Green. If you double down on Boogie, you double yeah. down on AD. So I mean, it's I'm seeing all of these scenarios for the Lakers, and I just think that we're like we have a lot, a lot of size down in the paint to where it's and then LeBron's running the point. It's gonna be kind of hard to defend. And how do the Clippers factor into this scenario? Um, they'll be in the Western Conference Finals with us. Mm, okay. I'm gonna predict that it's gonna okay. be, it's, it's it's gonna be a freeway series. All right, that most definitely. You know, I I don't know. Like, of course, as the LeBron James fan, I mean, it's a hands down. The Lakers are gonna win the West, but I understand yeah. that I'm speaking out of my fandom, so I'm just gonna go ahead and say, I do think it'll come down to the Lakers or the Clippers, but I'm still gonna say, don't sleep on the Warriors. I understand. What all of y'all are saying. I'm not sleeping. But do not sleep on, I mean, Steph and Clay on the same team, you got problems. And then, like Draymond Draymond said, Draymond said they went without without you. We're going to see. Yeah, we're going to see. We're going to see. So, all right. You got to do it again, but we saw it. Right. But you got to see it now. You got to see it without him this time for real. Yeah, for real. So, I do want to move on to some NFL. We do have, again, Hmm. okay, so now we're about. Two weeks away right. from starting the NFL training camp. Right, For those right. of you who are here in LA, probably going to go see the uh, either the Dallas Cowboys and Oxnard mm-hmm. or the Rams and. The Rams, Rams will be. I think the Rams come in. Um, they either share it with us for like for a practice, or okay. a scrimmage. Um, I know but, there's a and scrimmage. Then, and then the Chargers, they'll. I think they'll be in Irvine. And I think they'll okay. be sharing in Irvine. So if you're in the California yeah. area, you have a lot of training camps you can choose from, which mm-hmm. is a beautiful thing. So yeah. go ahead and. Uh, Figure that out mm-hmm. right now. Um, but make sure your favorite player can stay out of job because we've had a few suspensions for um, performance enhancement, which, you know, it's typical. And that's that's not a that's like a three game, four game suspension. So that'll be fine. But we do yeah. have and we had a, a uh, domestic violence. Yes. Yes. Just recently, safety Cameron Moore of the New York Giants what the has been suspended for domestic violence on his girlfriend. Uh, the girlfriend allegedly, well, said that he allegedly 
stepped on her his her throat and punched her. So it happened. Did we? It's, um, it, it said it happened uh, um, that he was arrested over the weekend. Mm. So, you know, it was something that the Giants are going to suspend him on and they're going to look further into it. So, you know, they're just going to not have another Josh Brown incident and just go ahead and, you know, just go ahead and suspend him. But I I just, you know, with this is like these these dudes got to just stay out of trouble. Like, what is it with this? I I just don't understand it. Okay, so what what y'all can't y'all can't just. (laughs) <laughs> what what was the what was the kicker that New York had that he Josh was Josh Brown Josh Brown that yeah. was he was the one that was yeah. beating on his wife for like ever uh huh that's him. and they pretended like they didn't know that's him and so now they acting like they know now they so now like they, they trying know. to get so now they just yeah they to don't face yeah yeah because do we I haven't seen any pictures I haven't seen any police reports is it just her word right now as of right now it's her word but the reports did say that um. That it was in on Monday that he was arrested over the weekend off the incident, and that uh, it was some, it was a complaint that she had a complaint reported at uh, at one twenty a.m. on Saturday. Oh, so this so is a was, recent thing. It yeah. was this isn't like something he beat her like months and months and months ago, and now no, she's mad for something else. It's something that she... recently has been going on. Okay, you okay. know, and they said they you know they met in uh, in January. They began dating and. They went to go pick up. This a friend. is a new boo. No, they. It's just that I guess the girl that um that I guess was supposedly had that he had beat or he had hit put his hands on said that um she met more in January and began dating began dating him in January. So he's she's a new boo. Okay, yeah, it's the new well, yeah, she is a new boo. Yeah, 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 yeah. and that um she told I just messed it up. They um. They had they had went to New Jersey to pick up a friend and they had uh she texted more to say she was in the neighborhood. So, you know, I guess something happened to where they had an altercation, the fight broke out in the car and he, uh I, yeah. I know how this mm-hmm. goes. Ladies, you already know what happened. Yeah. She texted him that I'm in the area, but what I'm in the area probably meant right outside. She probably saw him with somebody he wasn't supposed to be with. And mm. then you know if that's how if that's how it went, then hey, that's typical. You yeah, know. so the I don't know, but you know, look, yeah. I just well, well, that's, I, the only reason I bring this up is is to say this: this this domestic violence situation is not new in the NFL, and it and it's never going to go away. And I just think it's odd that the NFL, which is a violent sport, I I, I find it funny, not funny, haha, but funny mm. that an organization that is a violent, I watch football because I love the big hits and I it takes a special type of person who can week after week after week just be beating up on folks right yeah, so it takes a real special right, person you know what I'm saying a special kind of person right. so I just don't right. understand why the the NFL does I mean they have mandatory volunteer you know situations yeah. they have mandatory drug tests I don't understand why there's not some sort of mandatory counseling because I think a lot of people who have gone through counseling, myself included, one of the first things you'll admit that it's hard to admit, maybe I need to sit down and talk about this. You know what I mean? That's not your go-to. Right. You don't want to, you you really don't want to talk about it. That's not your go-to. So I don't know. But at the same time, if somebody kind of forced you into a situation, you know, they do do this for police. Apparently, I don't know if they still do it because if they do, why y'all still shooting at everybody? But apparently (laughs) when the, when the police have a situation and it's, you know, 
either they've lost a partner or they were involved in a shooting, they have to go through some sort of counseling. And that makes right. sense because right. you need to you need to deal with that. Right. And if you beating up on people week after week and then you going home to a spouse and then have to, you know, deal with whatever comes with that, I don't know. I think some counseling yeah. is warranted. <laughs> I, call me crazy, yeah. but I just don't I have understand. somebody at your house immediately like, yeah, we need, we need to come with us and you yeah, know, sit like, down and talk about this. I mean, and I get it because some of these girls come and go with these men and, you know, it's not, you know, I get it, but I just, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just feel like sometimes you got to admit there's a problem and just suspending and just, people isn't And just take isn't care it. of the problem right then and there. Right. Like, don't let it go on because it's only going to get worse. And let them smoke weed. You already know CTE is the thing. You already know weed helps with CTE. Right. You're implementing rules and regulations that prevent them from doing stuff that'll help. Just get better. That's all There's I want to say. There's a lot of say. players that's using that for their mental issues, their yeah. mental health issues. There's a lot of normal folks who don't play football that are using that for their mental Man. issues. That's what I'm saying. So, uh-huh. you know, but I can't wait for football season. Again, I'm so cannot glad to be wait. back in the I States. I cannot wait. My sleeper pick, if I'm just going to do that right off top, is the North. The Kings in the North. The uh-huh. Cleveland Browns. Ah, uh, that was going to be mine. That was going to be oh! mine. All right. Okay. The Browns. That is a team that I'm excited to see. I want to yes. see the offensive play because they have so many good weapons over there, mm-hmm. so many young weapons. They have a good receiving core. They got a dope quarterback. Dope quarterback. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's just going to be very, very exciting to watch that team. Yep. Offensively, it's going to be great. I'm excited to watch the yeah. Chiefs as well. Yeah, can't um, sleep on the Chiefs, man. Mahomes uh, still going to do it. Dak, I think he still got it. I, you don't deserve this all this money you talking about. Hey, look, about. man. You just don't deserve oh, it. Oh, look, look, look. This <laughs> the what the buzz that's going around, the little bug that's going around in the Cowboys organization right now is money. Who are we gonna pay? Zeke, Dak, Amari. We have three players plus that we have to play. So right now, just get the job done, man. Somebody, whoever you need to talk to. Get the job done. Pay these dudes. Whatever, because in the end, it's going to get worse. When you want, when you need to pay Zeke, you're going to either have to pay him what he wants, or have him walk, and then pay somebody else the same amount of money that comes in, or even more. Or you're going to pay, have to pay somebody soon. We know already what Jerry Jones does. He pays his players well. So either a restructure is going to have to happen. Something's going to happen to where I think they'll get it done. You, in my opinion, you pay Zeke, you pay Omari, you take your chances with Dak. That's what you, you do. But see, running backs are going to die a dozen. And because Carter, according to according to what we did to DeMarco Murray, we proved that. Because okay, last but, year, we, we let him walk. I'm not, he, I'm not betting the farm on Dak. I'm not going to do it. And I'm going to pay Omari, I'm going to pay Zeke, and I'm going to take my chances with Dak. All right, now we need a quarterback to back him up because in, in that position, he's going to be like Romo to where he's not going to be replaced. Now you need a backup to where he got to get the pressure put on him. I to, understand to where all that. He has something, you know, somebody that's willing to take his spot because right now we have a we have a nice, decent backup core, but I would I, put I, Dak I, in I, there before them in a heartbeat and stay because, with him. Because he's the devil you know. You know what I'm saying? And because you don't know what these kids... Who else? But this is what I'm saying. We're not talking about an elite quarterback here. We're not... And if you're not an elite quarterback, I'm not entertaining elite money conversations with you. I'm just not. Because I can get somebody... What does Dak have to do? Dak is serviceable. What does Dak have to do for you to for you to say he needs to get When he paid? does it, I'll let you know. Because he hasn't Because apparently, Because apparently for, 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 what, you're, for what you're saying... 
he doesn't deserve any of that according to what his stats are. And he's a fourth round pick. You you got all of what you got out of a fourth round pick. Two out of the three times he, uh, that he played in the season, okay, I, he had took us to the playoffs, and you get that from a fourth round quarterback. I'm not arguing that. If he if he was a Patrick Mahomes, if he had those kind of stats, Patrick Mahomes was first round draft pick. I understand what you're talking about, but I'm saying okay, but he Dak has been in the league for for a while. Okay. You know, Tom Brady was undrafted, free agent. Took him a while to get a Super Bowl. Tony Romo, Took undrafted, to free agent. He hasn't got a Super Bowl. But Tony Romo looked dope. I mean, let's not, let's not. Yeah, All I'm line. saying is okay. I don't, I don't, I haven't seen enough. And and to his credit, he just got Amari, right? So right. he hasn't necessarily had the opportunity to show me what I need to see because he hasn't had the weapons to show me what I True. need to see. True. So now I True. will I will own up to that. But so e- either we have to put did they franchise tag anybody yet? No. So then we franchise tag Dak. I give him that, that one year. That was something I was thinking about from jump when mm-hmm. they said that Dak wanted this money. I said, "Nah, just franchise tag him. We know we got him for another year yeah. cuz the market's got paid and um, you know, uh I think you know, Jeff, he's signed his uh, five-year one like mm-hmm. a year ago. So that would be the number one thing to do right now is just franchise tag Dak. Now, if you don't do that and he asks for 34, just give him 31. I mean, <laughs> I, I think mean, I think if Dak is smart, he'll, that he'll, that. he'll take that franchise tag. And then that'll be good for him because now you have the weapons around you that allow you to approve yourself. Mm-hmm. And barring any injuries, you should be able to ask for the money you want next season. Right. But right now, as it True. stands, right now, I'm not entertaining any DAC conversations about an insane amount of money. I would agree with you on that. So, Boom. But I would just say, if you have to get the job done to pay him, if he gets paid, don't be surprised. All right. Do not get... Don't, and then... You have uh, made a point about the receivers that he has because mm-hmm. the receivers that he had, of course, when Romo got hurt, were Romo's receivers. Right. He had to get in and touch with And he didn't work that. with them. I mean, he well, does. He yeah. had to get in touch with Terrence Williams. Mm-hmm. Didn't work too well with them. Mm-hmm. So when he got Mari Cooper, when he got Michael Gallup, you mm-hmm. know, when he when he uh, was working with Cole Beasley a little more in the mm-hmm. offseason, and now he's gone, we got Randall Cobb. Witten is back. So he knows a few, you know, the things that Witten can do. So now Witten ain't gonna the, do nothing but go out there and move half a mile an hour. But hey, I, man, I think it's cute Whitten that he tried. Do, I think man. it's cute we that got, he tried. Yeah, yeah. I think I think he has uh something he's seen from the booth that he can go down there and say, you know, I can still mm-hmm. you know take a take a run at it. So we'll I think see. it's just that old man pride, man. but we're going to find out. We're going to see, but uh, make sure again, you follow us on all things, social media, follow me on all things, literally, mm. literally all things at J Ray, the fanatic. You can follow t- Timmy B at it's Timmy B I T Z Timmy B on Instagram and Twitter. All right. And once again, make sure you subscribe, follow us and make sure you come back. Cause every single week we are going to have your press pass. Mm-hmm.